While I was attending Victorian Healthcare Week in Melbourne, I was lucky enough to spend time with Sean Wiggum, Managing Director at HPA, to uncover their company's remarkable journey in healthcare technology. In this discussion, we explore the vital intersection of hardware and software in healthcare and how the fusion of these elements is shaping the industry's future. We also drive into the transformative power of partnerships and collaboration, driving innovation and progress in the healthcare technology sector. Let's get stuck into it. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. Between now and the end of June, we're conducting the 2024 Talking Health Tech audience survey. This helps us prioritize content, hone in key messages, and refine the show to make it even better. We also want to understand who the biggest cohorts of our audience are. So I'd love for you to take five or 10 minutes to have your say and complete the survey. Everyone who completes it goes in the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of THT Plus membership credits to put towards a membership for yourself as an individual or to help get the word out about your company. The link to complete the survey is in the show notes of this episode or just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey. Sean, firstly, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. Yep. Hey, Peter. Sean Wigan, Managing Director of uh, HPA. Excellent. Uh, tenth year uh, of the business. Started it myself, just solely myself and uh, with a credit card and no real products and yeah, it's been a great journey. I think we're just uh, about to hit 50 full-time employees around the country. We've got um, sites, Perth, Sydney, Melbourne, and um, where else? Brisbane as well. We're yeah. from where you're up that way in, yeah. in sunny Brisbane. Oh, you're not yeah. Brisbane, I think. No, I'm Sydney. You are Sophie, Sydney. Sophie's Brisbane. So, oh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. a bit covering I'd love to live there. up in Queensland, though. I think it's it a great nice. state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't tell them that, though. No, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's been a great journey thus far. Looking forward to celebrating with the team uh, once we do hit that bang on uh, 365 days, 10-year period, which yeah. will be a party early next year. Um, I do you, you should come along too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, there we go. Got, got the open invite. But that's that's really cool seeing it, you know, built up from scratch. I wasn't aware of that, Sean. And, you know, you've obviously seen a need for something within healthcare. Tell me a little bit more about that journey on on where it was to, to where it is now and that kind of, the, the problems that you're solving within this important yeah, space. Yeah, as I said, it was a great, it's been a great journey and hopefully there's another 10 years of the journey to continue on. Um, Started out, I actually was a chair, a recliner, funnily enough, the, the first thing that sort of gave the oxygen to the company um, in a Queensland hospital. And I got that in, trialled it, uh, got some capital uh, from the sale of that product because uh, there was quite a few of them. Mm. Um, so I've never used banks. Um, it's all been self-sort of funded, and, yeah. um, which has been good for growth. Um, you know, we've been, our success has been funded purely by success. Mm. But yeah, we basically then I looked at the market. I looked at what had occurred overseas with the digitization of the US-based hospitals. Um, yes. And I could see that we were about to go on that big journey in Australia, obviously. Uh, in Queensland, I think Sunshine Coast went early uh, and they went hard in Brisbane. Mm. And then New South Wales was adopting a lot of the Cerner technologies and there was a lot of ICU platforms. And I felt that there was a real need to provide some innovative solutions in hardware, so the computers and the, and the yeah. cards. Uh, so I approached a, a few companies globally that had had success um, in the US and, and sold my idea and dream for Australia. and. Some of them bought into it, which was cool. And, and yeah, so here we are. We're, we're now representing GCX. Um, we build a lot of their carts because they're quite modular. 
and then Capsa, it was formerly Human Scale. Um, so they're Human Scale products we, we're the distributor for, uh, which has now been acquired by Capsa. And um, we make our own PC. So I do own another company. Yeah. So I, I make some PCs in, in Taiwan um, and lots of keyboards and peripherals and things like that out of Shenzhen in China. But yeah, it's just grown and it's been wow. exciting. But Really you know, interesting. And, and so that's, um, you know, obviously we, we, we see equipment around it in a hospital or mm. a clinical setting and, and it's that's important that that's robust and, and physical and there's something tangible for clinicians to touch and use and provide care. But more and more, as you've kind of alluded to, the, the stuff behind the scenes is becoming increasingly important, not just the, the physical kit, right? Yeah, and 100% agree with you on that. Mm. Um, and we've seen things done really well um, since we've been providing a lot of hardware solutions. And I think the synergy of hardware and software has been really important to, like, sites that do it well pick the right hardware that works with the software. So you, you're not going to obviously buy a lot of tablets and things like that if the software doesn't suit a tablet-based right. application. Yeah. Um, we've also found that the workflow of clinicians, be it if you're in an ED compared to a ward, mm. uh, you know, EDs are a lot more fast-paced. Um, you don't have time for, to, to lose power or plug things into the wall. You've got to, some mobility is incredibly important mm -hmm. and speed. Um, but yeah, the software, and I think we're, we're reaching like the second phase of software now in this country where you've had the big players, the Cerners, the Epics, we're seeing other software providers, not necessarily, not necessarily like um, Cerner or Epic, but mm. we're seeing other pieces that are specializing, be it in the ICU space or in the wearable space. Yeah. Like this is where I'm pretty excited about is, you know, mobility, be it what a caregiver carries, be it a handheld device such from Zebra um, or a wearable that a patient has so they can be um, monitored, be it in the home or mm constantly uh, by the bedside so early alert, alerts and uh, warning scores mm. so I'm seeing a lot of that happening and, and because of that um, the team which I've got a fabulous team the team's really been pushing for this fifth division because we have four divisions in mm. our organization uh, surgical is one ICT one of our big ones uh, patient monitoring life support um, infrastructure so we do modular construction cool. And um, the team's really been pushing for a software division um, to get into that space. And I was a bit apprehensive at first because I know it could be a really challenging beast mm. out there, um, you know, because you really, that's what people live and breathe every day when they're using software, sure. right? You know, hardware, to, to, to put it bluntly, is quite easy, mm. um, even though we're good at it, mm. but it's a lot easier than software. So, but yeah, I've, I've, I've bitten the bullet. Um, the team's been working in the background with a number of software providers globally um, for the last 24 months uh, to, to be able to bring something to Australia. And, and just recently, um, we've actually signed on with a partnership from a, a US-based company. Yeah, great. Harris uh, Data Integrity. Mm. Um, and I could talk a little bit more about that and what that is. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I'd love to learn a little bit more about, about that particular partnership, but just generally, you know, it's something that I noticed that, you know, it, it's as a hardware company initially identifying that need to, um, you know, provide a, a greater stack. Mm. There's there's benefit in really leaning into integrations and partnerships to be able to enable those solid workflows within the healthcare space and, and let some of those vendors do those niche little workflows really well. Yeah. On the other hand, you've kind of identified that there are some key areas that, you know, you can add value by building your own thing. And 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 granted, they're two quite different vehicles to drive, you know, running a hardware and running a software company. 100%. But um, being able to bring those together, however you do it, whether it's through the yeah. partnerships and integrations or whether it's the, 
build the thing yourself, it's going to be really important. I think, I think for healthcare, the benefit is partnerships. Um, not one company can do all. Um, yeah. And, you know, we do specialize in some areas, but I think, you know, finding those niche uh, organizations from around the globe and being able to partner with them um, mm. and bring those solutions to this market. And then also working with some of the other, you know, I, I don't believe in competitors. Let me call it competitors. I, mm. I think I've seen success in healthcare uh, integrations when there's a bit more openness. I don't want to use the term open source, but where supplier A and supplier B can actually work together for an outcome that benefits yeah. the healthcare facility. Um, and that can be done really well. It's a shame when some uh, organizations might be confrontational and be, you know, not share. Sure. Uh, and I think sharing benefits the end user and the customer really well. And, mm. you know, I've, I've, as I've got older, I'm probably a bit more chilled out. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to be a bit combative. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was, I was probably on that other side where I'd be like, ah, I don't want to share, I don't want to do that. This yeah. is how I be and things like that. But no, I think that the end outcome, the benefit for the client, the customer, the, the patient should be the, the clear goal for everyone. Mm. And, um, but yeah, just the software is actually something, as I said, I was apprehensive about. The team's convinced yeah. me, and that's why we've got a good team. Oh, fascinating. And um, yeah, we're, yeah, we're taking on that journey now. So. Absolutely. The Talking Health Tech podcast has evolved a lot over the years, all based on audience feedback. Now I need your help, yes, you, to shape the future of this show. Between now and the end of June, we're running our biggest campaign to date in order to understand what makes the global healthcare ecosystem tick. Last time we ran our Talking Health Tech audience survey, we learnt 40% of our audience are clinicians, 77% of our audience tune in for professional development and market awareness, 8% of people listen to Talking Health Tech for competitor profiling, and only 2% of people listen to the podcast to fall asleep. And this time around, I can't wait to find out about your preferences for audio versus video content, which topics we should dive into more preferences for hosts and formats and geographical reach and so much more. And don't worry, we'll be sharing all the insights once all the responses are collected as well. So if you're a supporter of Talking Health Tech and you can spare five or 10 minutes, please complete our 2024 audience survey. And to say thanks for your input, everyone who completes the survey goes into the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of credits towards THT Plus membership. Go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey or the links in the show notes of this episode as well. You mentioned one of those um, partnerships that that are going to add a lot of value with with, uh, the the Harris Data one. Tell me a little bit more about what that's going to bring to the picture. Yeah, look, and and again, I had the team working with them for a long period of time and and I wasn't uh, made aware of it up until probably recently, you know, until ink had to be, you know, put on a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, So I was only recently, you know, brought up to speed on what it is and why that could benefit our our customers or, you know, future customers. Um, And even some of our software suppliers out there who already exist in Australia. So... Yeah, what it is is basically, um, you know, there's a big buzz about, you know, the single patient record. What happens, however, is that, you know, patient A might go into one facility and then they'll go into another facility. So there's multiple uh, records of the same patient yeah. occurring all the time. Right. So it's, it's, it's basically a piece of software that scrubs and unifies, um, can see and scans, and it does it at a really high level. Mm. Um, there, uh, and, 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 and unifies that single patient record. So there's not multiple cases of that record out Mm. there Um, so it can benefit you know private hospitals Um, it can benefit because you know obviously having multiple records of the one patient where there might be a different letter and name that somebody's input 
accidentally, mm. um, it can cause problems. Yes. It does. It can cause a lot of cost um, to healthcare. I think one of the latest figures that I was told by the team was $6 billion a year. And that can just be by manually having to rectify, mm. or it can also be because of um, challenges in the legal world where, you know, there's malpractice or, or problems that occur because, you know, somebody was prescribed the wrong drug or who knows, you know, yeah, given, yeah. given the wrong procedure. Yeah. And, and you know, that's really important getting that data right in the first place, mm -hmm. not just on the day-to-day the -day workflow examples that you, you've talked about, but when we think about the future of this space in healthcare, a lot of people talk about artificial intelligence and the need to utilize mm. data more effectively. If the data is not right from the outset, you kind of can't really get out of the gate, right? Yeah. You, well, you can't build a good building with a bad foundation, right? right? Yeah, um, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think I think you're right on that. And you mentioned AI. I mm. think that's, that's something that I'm pretty excited about, um, as everyone is. Um, everyone uses ChatGPT to assist them do sure. things a bit uh, to write a simple email or to write a marketing plan sometimes <laughs> but um yeah look I, I think ai um poses a real opportunity for in the software space mm. but you do need you do need the right foundations and and that needs to come from a human yeah um you know and because there are particular needs um i believe that are specific to not all but some and ai is not going to be able to meet that so mm. yet I should yeah. say yet. You never know what's <laughs> happening next well, yeah. year, right? But, but that's going to be really important, particularly in such a human-centric um, services healthcare mm. as you've been you know, building tangible tools that clinicians use to deliver quality care from the outset, having that in mind, but being able to adapt with those is going to be really important. Lastly, Sean, you know, we're at Victorian Healthcare Week at yep. the, the HPA booth, well kitted out. What are you hoping that people might walk away from either your booth or the sessions that they hear from today? Oh, look, you know, I enjoy coming here. Um, I hope it's busy. I mean, everyone does who invest yeah. in these events. Um, but it's also just catching up, as I said, with some competitors, if I can call them that. You know, knowing collaborators. What, collaborators, <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're the ones that are, you know, driving that change in, in the healthcare space. The suppliers yeah. really are, you know. So yeah. we're, we're supporting the industry. Um, and so to be supported by, you know, attendees, I think that's important, hearing some of the great uh, talks that will occur. Um, and really just also catching up with the team because, as I said, we're a national team. So mm. I often don't get to see the team in person unless it's at these events. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, just having fun. But I did want to say one thing about AI, and, and which really excites me. And it's about all, the, all these devices that we've got behind us, which is, um, you know, carts and yeah. tablets and things. And it, it, it's the wearable. I, I, I can see AI really benefiting um, healthcare with wearables. So, you know, we've got an Apple Watch mm. or whatever you're wearing that's tracking you and doing that sort of thing. I can see this prescription, GP prescription that everyone mm. will have you, and it'll know your health data and be able to, you know, have telehealth consults, be it with AI or a real person. Mm. And it'll be tailored to you. Um, so you'll be able to be monitored if you've got a condition, uh, you'll be able to have your medication managed uh, remotely as well um, mm. and delivered. So I just see the next five years as an incredibly exciting period. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm glad that I'm still young enough and to, to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, some of the, some of the other organizations that I'm seeing coming up, I'm like, there's some, there's some pretty innovative uh, organizations mm. coming through. And yeah, I'm just excited to be a part of that journey.
Absolutely. It's such an exciting time to be part of that journey and, and collaborate with those those uh, ecosystem partners along the way. Sean, I appreciate you making the time to have a chat before the, the doors open up here at Victorian Healthcare Week because you'll have a busy couple of days. We'll put the details for uh, HPA in the show notes of this episode. You've got a good presence on the Talking Health Tech website and look forward to checking in again soon. Thanks, Thanks Peter. Great chatting with you, mate. Thanks. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end of this episode. If you made it this far, you're the perfect person that I want to hear from. Our THT Plus audience survey is now open until the end of June, and I personally read every submission. In fact, if you leave a comment in the survey that you heard this promotion in a podcast episode, I promise I'll reply directly to you by email with a personal note of thanks, and I'll even buy your coffee next time I see you in person. It's pretty easy. Just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey and have your say. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com.